Welcome to the Scene to Scene podcast. I am your host, Valerie Complex. Today, I am chatting with Ji Young Yu. Ji Young stars as co-lead in the six-part limited series, Expats. I think I learn a little bit with every character that I play. I think usually I play a character and it causes enough introspection that I learn something about myself. I honestly can't gush enough about Freaky Tales. I'm so excited to share it with more people. If you like what you hear, be sure to review, like, and subscribe to the Scene to Scene podcast. Are you looking to step up to a 4K smart TV? One that gives you unparalleled clarity and picture resolution? Then we've got good news for you. Because the Vizio 65-inch V-Series 4K smart TV is now just $348. With all your favorite apps built in, you can stream straight out of the box. You can even sing along to all your favorite music and radio on the iHeartRadio app. Looking for a smaller or bigger screen? Vizio offers unbeatable prices on all V-Series 4K smart TVs. Head to Walmart.com today and score the 4K TV you've been waiting for. Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was so cool. I think you're so talented. Social media is only positive with Zigazoo, the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. In Zigazoo, all community members are verified kids just like yours. And all content is fully human moderated. Try out Zigazoo this spring break. Download the Zigazoo app today. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- craft month with the perfect pizza at home class from craftsy and anytime is right to listen to iheart radio's iheart country radio discover more shows and movies for free covering the live betting angles for every game this is vcin live bet tonight with femi abebefe and wes reynolds on vcin the sports betting network Welcome back. This is our number three of VEASAN Live Bet tonight. Coming to you from the VEASAN studios here at the Circa Resort and Casino in downtown Las Vegas. Femi Abebefe alongside Wes Reynolds here on the Friday before the Super Bowl. Still to come in this hour, our best bets and the plays that we currently have in pocket. Doesn't mean we're not going to add some others. Mm-hmm. Make sure to tune in to the uh, VEASAN.com slash picks page and see what, we, what else we add over the weekend. But the plays that we have currently in pocket we will go over those later on in the segment also we'll do some of the fun novelty stuff like the gatorade color the coin flip and super bowl halftime show with bad girl riri aka rihanna but can he kick it yes he can let's talk kickers wes uh, because kickers are people too <laughs> the kickers are people too and the field goal props are as follows we'll get into the general field goal props then we'll get into the individual kicking battle between harrison butker of the chiefs and jake elliott of the Eagles, but the field goal props, total field goals made at DraftKings over three and a half is plus 150, under three and a half, minus 200. Total field goal yards over 110 and a half is at minus 115, under minus 110. Longest field goal made 47 and a half yards. That's juiced towards the under at minus 125. And then shortest field goal made also juiced toward the under. At 27 and a half minus 125. Well, it makes sense that why it's juiced to the under because you would think, especially on the Philadelphia side, mm-hmm. and that's why I did bet the Jake Elliott under seven and a half kicking points because I think Sirianni is going to be more wont to go for it on like a fourth and short. 
you know, especially when you got a mobile quarterback, albeit, you know, we don't know if the shoulder is 100%, but, you know, the legs don't seem to be a problem necessarily for Jalen Hurts. So, you know, you'll see them go for it, I think, maybe a little bit more than Kansas City will. So that's why I took the under on the kicking point. So the longest field goal made, I think, makes absolute sense. And uh, same with the shortest. What about the total field goals made? Now, this is a tricky one because just because they attempt them doesn't mean they're going to make them right. 100% here. Right. And that's why you see the under so heavily juiced at minus 200, I, factoring in that these aren't kicking kind of coaches, and, and also these got to be made. And I feel like that's uh, – it didn't open 200. I'm trying to remember I mean, where, where, where it opened. Yeah, I, I've seen a lot of people that like that. I was trying to see what the opener was on that, so mm. – that's why uh, you're going to pour through the circuit. Yeah, packet real quick? I'm trying to see if I, I'll try to see if I can find it in this segment. But I want to say that I, that opened less than two dollars because I've seen and, some people put that out. And I think just from thinking about this game as you pour through those in the in the packet and the many, many a props that they have at their, here at Circle where we're sitting. This is a game to where the market thinks that it's going to be higher scoring. Fifty one is where our total is at. Mm-hmm. after it opened around fifty and a half. It got bet out to fifty one. Only a half-point move, but it is a significant half-point there with 51 being a key number for totals betting. If you're expecting a higher-scoring game and both of these teams know that they're going to have to score touchdowns to keep up with one another, yeah, how many actual field goal attempts are we going to see? We already talked about how Sirianni is not afraid to go for it on fourth down. If they get into that field goal range, it's fourth and short. They have the double-cheek sneak, which is, which is like the most yeah. uh, effective play in football, apparently, until the rules... Probably gets changed next year, but as of now, it's legal. The bush it, push. The, the bush push, yes. <laughs> but as of now, like, I think that they're just going to continue to stay aggressive. And if the Chiefs see that, knowing that they have to score touchdowns as well to keep up, I don't know if we're going to get many attempts unless it's fourth and goal from like the 10, 12-yard line. Yeah, they'll keep mm-hmm. the field goal. But in terms of the overall made, I, I see why the market liked that towards the under. Yeah, and, and I believe Circa had the under three and a half for total field goals made at 170. So okay. that tells you, and I thought I even saw some 150. So this has been bet pretty heavily. But I, I know I know it's indoors, too. Mm-hmm. So everybody Ideal thinks, conditions. oh, you know, there's been no bad conditions. So, But are they going to be, are they gonna be uh, Dave Ross hashtag take the points here? I don't know. I don't know necessarily, especially on the Philadelphia side. I I think Sirianni, knowing that he's got a quarterback that can run and they can convert quarterback sneaks, even though Jalen Hurts is not a very big guy, they convert him at a pretty good clip. Now, this one is interesting. The PATs made, when we look at the actual individuals, Harrison Butker and Jake Elliott, Harrison Butker, the extra point has been somewhat of an adventure mm-hmm. in the past for him. PATs made two and a half over minus one thirty under even money. Yeah, this is a this is a tough call uh, uh, for me. Uh, so uh, yeah, I, I didn't do anything with the Butker because he's one of the better kickers in the league. But this has not been a vintage year for him. No, necessarily. Yeah, uh, so. I didn't touch the bucker. I did go up to Jake Elliott uh, under kicking points. Uh, one that was kind of interesting that I was looking at was both teams to convert a 33-yard or longer field goal. Mm. And maybe looking at the no, Butker converted a 33-yarder or longer in 8 of 15 games this season. Meanwhile, Jake Elliott only in 7 of 18 games this season. So, 
I mean, because because that 33 yards, that's basically okay if 17 yards on the field goal. So that means you're in the red zone. Yep. So our t- our t- our team's gonna go for it, you know. So I think they will. Yeah. So I I would lean to the no. I have not bet that yet, but I thought that that was an interesting one that I saw. You know what Butker is, and it's interesting because he's almost from a basketball standpoint, he's like that three point shooter that's not good at shooting free throws. Yeah. Because from that 39 to 49 range, it's a little bit of an adventure. And that's I think that's why the extra points have been an adventure at times for Harrison Butker. You'll see him knock through a 54-yard field goal and then turn around a drive later and just send the extra point wide right. He's not as much as Brett Maher, the Cowboys kicker toward mm-hmm. the end of the season. That yeah. was, that was a, an adventure, my well, God. That was, that, but, that, that was, was unfortunate it was because sad. he had a really good yeah, year, too. He, he got the yips at the worst time imaginable. Uh, hopefully he's good over the offseason. But for Butker, though, it's almost like a diet version of that, a, a much, much more diet version because he's still the kicker and nobody's really talking about that as a big part of this game. But I do think in that 40-ish range, he's a little shaky so maybe the, like, keep that in mind because I think well, Andy Reid knows that as see, well. And, and I wonder if that's going to play into Reid's mind too yeah. as well because if you remember the regular season game at Cincinnati when it was fourth and seven and he sent Butker out from like 50 yards yeah. and he missed it. And I, I thought that that was a big mistake. You know, I even, you know, I didn't second guess. I first guessed at the time and, and then he missed the field goal. Cincinnati uh, got the ball back, scored and pretty much uh, put the game on ice. So, uh, you know, looking at, at, at these props, also, I, I don't think we have it in here, but I thought one that was interesting, too, I did do a little bit of research as well on the punters, mm-hmm. and that would be Tommy Townsend is going for Kansas City. I have no idea, by the way, he's going to punt for Philadelphia, if it's Aaron Sipos or if it's Brett Kern, who they yeah. did sign from, from Tennessee. Uh, but if you look at the, just the raw numbers on Tommy Townsend, 50.4 yards per punt on the season. That's second in the league. Uh, and if you look, uh, I think it was like 46 and a half. Is that going to be his longest punt over or under? I don't know what the VIG is. I didn't bet that one. But I did think that the Chiefs were going to, I did bet that they were going to have the longest punt mm-hmm. of the game. And it was like, I think 160 or 165. Uh, Aaron Sipos, I think, is going to be reactivated from injured reserve, replacing Brett Kern. But the two combined average just 45.6 and then 40.8, respectively. Kern was 40.8. Curtin was the playoff punter and has not been great. So that's something also to look at, and that will be under your kicking props. or your, might be in some books. It might be under your defense special teams props. So mm-hmm. know which book you're shopping at. And that that's half the battle, Femi, is to yes. find where these things are located. That's what I talk about the screen time. It's going to be up. Yeah. Just got to come to come to grips with that. Uh, we got two and a half minutes left, though, in this segment. Let's squeeze in the sack props here. We talked about that a little earlier in the week, but we can rehash this here as this is kind of our mega Super Bowl preview episode of Vison Live Bet tonight. Both teams will record a sack at DraftKings. Minus 750 yeah. on the yes. I'd say no so. Plus 550. Uh, I mean, the no would be bold. Yeah. Uh, kudos to anybody that takes that. Boy, if you're catches. willing to go against a team that got 70 sacks this year. <laughs> yeah, that'd be ridiculous. Team to record the most sacks, though, Eagles minus 120. Chiefs even money. Total sacks in the game, five and a half. The under minus 115 over minus 105. I, I didn't end up playing this. And I, I usually do play like a couple of these defensive props and whatnot, you know, mm-hmm. especially, you know, Will there be a certain penalty or what have you? But 
under under five and a half. I mean, these are pretty good offensive lines. Yeah. So that does make a lot of sense. I, th- I think we had that up last night in terms of, uh, you know, what these teams were ranked in terms of the offensive line against the other. So I think Kansas City's offensive line, this is not the offensive line that they had in the Super Bowl last time against Tampa Bay, where remember it was Eric Fisher, I believe, he got who hurt. was out with an Achilles. That yeah. offensive line was a complete mess. Was, for Kansas City, I think this is a much better group this time around. Yeah, it, was, it was Mike Remmers who now has made a mess of multiple Super Bowls. Yes, he was the tackle yeah. for the Carolina Panthers when yeah. Von Miller won Super Bowl. Yeah, <laughs> he, there, there it is with the Chiefs' offensive line. You got two second-team All Pros: Joe Tunney, Creed Humphrey, Orlando mm-hmm. Brown got put in the Pro Bowl. Yeah, they only allowed 26 sacks this year. That's third in the NFL. So. This offensive line, I think, has been very good and very underrated for Kansas City. We know how good the Eagles group is, Yep. you know, uh, especially with Lane Johnson back. Because when Lane Johnson went out at the end of the season, they were kind of a mediocre middle-of-the-road group when he was out. I will say, though, on Kansas City's offensive line, there is one guy who might be the mark, and that's Andrew Wiley. Mm -hmm. If they put Reddick on Wiley, and I think that's what their plan is going to be, and because it's this isn't a it's not a defensive front where you can really help a lot because everyone across the board is capable of beating somebody one on one. So if we get some of those matchups and obvious passing situations, and it's Wiley versus Reddick, Mahomes better be ready to be on head on a swivel, mm-hmm. head on a swivel. Which is why I kind of like Reddick to get a sack in this game. I haven't bet it quite yet. The over or his sack total is at .25 over minus 165. I think that's appealing. I'd even sell that up to like a point uh, a half a sack there. I think Reddick gets a sack in this game and makes a big impact in pressuring Patrick Mahomes. On the other side, we'll talk some team totals here as we continue our prop journey for Super Bowl 57 here on Visa Live Bet tonight. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all. But here's a preview of this week's episode. Nothing to do with anyone personally, but Creighton is the team every year that the nerds, you know, the basketball nerds, are like, you know, who's ready to get to Creighton? You don't watch Creighton. They play, and I'm like, I don't want to watch Creighton because I agree with Shannon the dude today. Creighton's never going to win anything. Stop talking to me about Creighton. They're not never the, not gonna, the not the Big East tournament. They're, well, I mean, they could maybe they win the Big East tournament, but it'll only be luck. But like, they're always like, you know, a sleeper team. That, like that guy who I told you had eight title teams. One of his title teams was Creighton. Is not winning the national championship. It's yeah, I don't not, have him doing that. That like that's why do we all have to act like Creighton is a, is a is a good team? Creighton's like the band they all say you should know if you really knew bands. <laughs> And then they're never at any of and those. Then have, yeah, exactly. And it comes time for the Grammys, and they lose out to, like, you know, Lil Durk. And you're like, see, I knew Lil Durk was better. Why are you, t- why are you telling me? See the whole time. <laughs> and this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. Welcome to the Scene to Scene podcast. I am your host, Valerie Complex. Today, I am chatting with Ji Young Yu. Ji Young stars as co-lead in the six-part limited series, Expats. I think I learn a little bit with every character that I play. I think usually I play a character and it causes enough introspection that I learn something about myself. I honestly can't gush enough about Freaky Tales. I'm so excited to share it with more people. If you like what you hear, be sure to review, like, and subscribe to the Scene to Scene podcast. Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was edited so well. 
I think you're so talented. Social media interactions are only positive when you use Zigazoo. Zigazoo is the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. Your kids can upload their content and see what their friends are up to. With Zigazoo, they can create videos, enter to win prizes, and try out the latest dances and trends. There's no commenting, no text messaging, and everything is 100% human moderated. Plus, all community members are real, verified kids just like yours. There are no bots, trolls, or AI. Because Zigazoo is about one thing and one thing only, and that is fun. Try out Zigazoo this spring break and let your kids share your vacation vlogs and best edits with their friends safely. Download the Zigazoo app today. That's Z-I-G-A-Z-O-O. Are you looking to step up to a 4K smart TV? One that gives you unparalleled clarity and picture resolution? Then we've got good news for you. Because the Vizio 65-inch V-Series 4K smart TV is now just $348. With all your favorite apps built in, you can stream straight out of the box. You can even sing along to all your favorite music and radio on the iHeartRadio app. Looking for a smaller or bigger screen? Vizio offers unbeatable prices on all V-Series 4K smart TVs. Head to Walmart.com today and score the 4K TV you've been waiting for. This is VSIM Live Bet Tonight with Femi Abebefe and Wes Reynolds live from the Circus Sportsbook on VSIN, the sports betting network. The big game means big coverage from VEASAN, starting with the Lombardi line. Michael Lombardi, a former NFL GM, will have pregame insights you don't want to miss, special editions of Follow the Money with Paulie Howard and Mitch Moss, and a numbers game with Gil Alexander, tackle last-second line moves on the game and dive deeper into props. Legendary sports broadcaster Brent Musburger will tell you how he is betting the big game on Countdown to Kickoff, and the dynamic duo of Wes Reynolds and Femi Abebefe will give you insights to in-game betting strategies and in-game betting action during said right. big game. Big Game Sunday starts 10 a.m. Eastern right here on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. I will be a guest on the aforementioned Brent Musburger's Countdown to Kickoff, so I, I, I feel like Phyllis George or Jane Kennedy or mm-hmm. Irv Cross, you know, work with the brand, of course, on the NFL today on CBS in the late 70s, <laughs> early 1980s. So I'm like, this is how Jane Kennedy felt, right? Yep. You know, because I've done a couple of those shows uh, through the Sunday season with Brent. So it'll be good to be on with him. I will be on, I believe, at 545 Eastern Standard Time before uh, a little bit before we go on the air for go. the big game. There we go. I will be uh, in the comforts of my own home at 8.15 on Lombardi Line Sunday morning mm-hmm. with uh, Michael Lombardi and Patrick Maher to kick off your Super Sunday. So uh, uh, that's 8.15 West Coast time, by the way. Yes. 11.15. Well, we, will we start Coast. out with the freaking heavy hitters then, man. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Like, come on, no, no, no messing around. You, you know what they're doing? They're, they're letting us warm up our voices for the three yes. and a half, four hours that we're going to do. I, I, I was going to say, man, putting you right on the leadoff spot, man. This ain't no party. I mean, this I, ain't no disco. <laughs> this ain't no fooling around. A little talking heads for you. There you go. I'm going to have to get a good night's sleep and get to bed early because uh, I've not been up at 8.15 to do a show. I've been up. I haven't done to be up to, to I know you're up early, do, man. Like, like, but you like when, when, when we would get like texts and stuff, I'm like, you've probably been up for two hours. I'm like, <laughs> oh, my God, that just woke me up. Get the gears turning. I, I did sleep till like nine today. 
Well, I think what it is for me is uh, doing the GM Shuffle podcast. Because you have to, yeah, we're I know. We're up early to tape that. We tape at 7.30 Monday and Thursday. So I feel like I'm just like always on East Coast time. Mm-hmm. Like I'm always mm-hmm. on East Coast time with now, that. Now I'm finally used to it out here where, where it's like, man. But I got to tell you, like if I sleep till like 9 or 9.15, mm-hmm. I feel like the whole day is gone sometimes too. I'm like, oh my God. You know, it can get away from you quick. I'm like, it's noon. I slept till noon. And there's not many clocks around this place. I'm not sure if you guys have heard. Yeah, no, no, there's not. <laughs> I'm not sure if you guys oh, have heard that. That's why you always got this, man. Mm-hmm. Always got that phone. Phone and watch, just in case. Yes. Um, let's get to the team totals and also the team total touchdowns in this Super Bowl. Right now for the full game for Kansas City, their total set at 24 and a half. Philadelphia's team total set at 26 and a half, obviously because the market has the Eagles as a one and a half point favorite total sitting at 51. You can do the math there. First half though, chiefs, 12 and a half, the Eagles, 13 and a half. And then the second half, they're both 13 and a half. How would you kind of attack some of these teams, especially the first half? That one could be interesting Mm -hmm. given that Philadelphia and Kansas City are both really good out of the gate. Yeah. Let me look at my handy dandy Don best screen and see, and we are, we are seeing of course at 24 and a half and that's, not just for the Super Bowl. That's typical mm-hmm. that you're going to see 24 in the hook where you got to pay a little bit extra for that hook. And I'm seeing like, I think minus 120 at DraftKings, uh, pretty much minus 120 across the board. If you get some 24s, then it gets juiced the over. And we always see that like for halftime numbers yeah. when we were doing, uh, you know, Monday night football, Thursday night football as well. So a couple of the spots that do have 24s, Minus 120, juice to the over, minus 125. So that's what you're going to see, you know, especially when you get those halves on a key number. So, uh, yeah, I, I thought that I thought that that was interesting. And and look, it certainly makes sense. Uh, I, did this open 24 and now 24 and a half? It immediately so, goes yeah. to the under. So that makes sense because the over has been uh, at least bet a little bit. Like, but, you know, and we went over the first quarter. If you can find that 10, obviously you're going to have – all, these 100%. numbers you're all going to have to pay for, you know, like, like 10 was like under one thirty, and then the nine and a half to the over, I think was as high as like a dollar 35. It's a dollar 30 at DraftKings. So obviously shop around for those, but I, I did see when I was looking, uh, I think for that field goal prop, I saw, I think it was uh, here at Circa and I'm sure everybody mm-hmm. else has that of which is going to be the highest scoring quarter. And the second mm-hmm. quarter was the favorite. Yeah, I'll try to find I that. See, I, I want to well, say it and, was like a dollar eighty, dollar ninety. And the, the second quarter being the favorite for that prop there would lead me to maybe look at the first half team total over on Philadelphia because mm-hmm. that thirteen and a half you're getting plus one hundred five on the juice, so you get a little bit of plus money there. And we know that this Eagles team is so darn good in that second quarter. Yeah. Now the first quarter, they maybe the jitters take over a little bit, takes them a little bit to get going. But I think once they get going in this game, they're going to have some success because they can attack the Chiefs in multiple ways. Eagles are first in the league, by the way. We referenced that earlier in the second quarter, 12.4 a game. <laughs> had 14, of course, in the, the last number, game. And the number is 13 and a half for the half. Right. Not even just, and you talked about that number is for a, a quarter. Yeah. Yeah. Kansas City, by the way, for their own right, is 10.1. So they are third. So, uh, yeah. yeah. I mean, when you look at these, these quarter scorings uh, – that's what's going to matter because one of the things that I thought was interesting, though, is that going into the, okay, Kansas City, 6.3 in the third quarter, mm-hmm. Philadelphia just 4.7. I hearken mm-hmm. back to what we talked about. When did you start really being a believer in Philadelphia? 
when they had that disaster third quarter, and then they were somehow able to finish off Dallas. So yeah, that's why. And then I'll just add the fourth quarter here. Kansas City, 11th in the league, 6.4. Philadelphia, just 17th at 5.9. And that's not necessarily a surprise because usually these teams have leads mm-hmm. and they're usually running out, running out quarters. But yeah, I did find that uh, highest scoring quarter. I think second quarter here at Circa was plus 185 for the highest scoring. And then it was a uh, two to one for the fourth quarter. Yeah. First quarter, obviously the longest odds at 780. No surprise because it's like, okay, jitters, jitters. here figuring it out, you know, we know that that no score in the first six minutes or 6.30 or 5.30, depending on where you go, that usually has hit more often than not. So no surprise to see these prices. And also, too, for the third quarter, keep in mind, the halftime is much, much longer. I think it's almost like three times as long as a normal halftime for a game. Typical halftime for an NFL game is about 12 minutes. Super Bowl halftime, you get the normal 12-minute kind of portion, and then you get another 15 tacked under there. So you're talking about almost 30 minutes for the halftime show, and every team that's ever been in the Super Bowl for the first time, they always talk about, man, the halftime was so long. Like, we had to kind of, like, stay loose. I don't know. I think it was David Deal, the Giants offensive lineman for the 2007 Super Bowl Mm -hmm. champion Giants team. I think he said that he took a shower at halftime and like kind of just restarted his process oh, yeah. as if it was a new game because the halftime is so long. Yeah, because, That's why you see the third quarter start a little beca- slow. Because, yeah, and, and because, you know, that's a very good point because it's not just the halftime show. They always go to whoever the set is. So this yep. year it's going to be Fox. So mm-hmm. they're going to go to Kurt Menefee and Terry Bradshaw and Howie Long, Jimmy Johnson, uh, Michael Strahan, the mm-hmm. whole crew. You know, they're probably going to have like more people on that desk than like CNN does on election night. Because I think I, I think I'm sure Gronk is going to be there and maybe Payton, maybe, maybe. maybe Carissa, you know, so they're going to have a lot of people and everybody's got to get their S in, you know, yeah. everybody's got to get their issue in, you know, and their comments. So that's going to take like 10 minutes. Then they run the ad, you know, the introduction. This is the halftime show brought yeah, the, the, to you the, by Pepsi, Pepsi or yeah. whatever. And then, you know, the show is what, 20 minutes. Or so, so this is a long halftime. It is very long, and that's and Kansas City has the upper hand with that knowledge there because they've been there, they've done that before. They played in two Super Bowls over the last three years. Philly though does not have that knowledge there because this is such a, a new team for the Eagles. So that third quarter, if, especially if Philly's up, Chiefs are going to be really attractive for that third quarter, like Chiefs money line mm-hmm. third quarter, which I'm sure it'll be juiced accordingly. But I just I think the Chiefs. Winning that quarter, I think they do it more often than not, just given the fact that the Eagles tend to be a slower third-quarter team. Right. And also, they don't really know what it's like to have this sort of Super Bowl halftime show. Now, every team has told you that they've been practicing the halftime procedures. They're like, all right, guys, let's have our practice. Let's do a 30-minute break, and then they'll start practice again to kind of get the feel for it. But like we've said, you don't really know it until you're in it. Mm -hmm. And the Eagles haven't really been in it. Real quick here, we got about 90 seconds left. Team Total team touchdowns. KC's at two and a half juiced over. Philly's at three and a half juiced under. Anything that's appealing to you there? Mm, not really. Because mm-hmm. this is kind of hard for me to distinguish a, a little bit of, okay, what's the game? Because, you know, the game script, what is it? Uh, everybody's got a plan until you get punched in the mouth yeah, is the old Tyson. adage. So it's like, okay, okay, what is this going to be when, you know, somebody like takes something away? And then, you know, what's the adjustment going to be? And like you mentioned that little matchup with Wiley on the offensive line Mm -hmm. against Redick. There are little games within the game, right, 
that that, that is going to determine that that won't necessarily show up in the stat sheet, but it's going to determine, okay, what was taken away here from that standpoint. So nothing for me on either of these team touchdowns. All right. Yeah, nothing for me on the team touchdowns either, but may we have something in the scoring specials. How about any team to score three unanswered times? We will answer that question on the other side. This is VEASAN Live Bet Tonight. This is VSIM Live Bet Tonight with Femi Abebefe and Wes Reynolds live from the Circus Sportsbook on VSIN, the sports betting network. Before you bet on the big game, check out VSIN's big game betting guide today. The big game betting guide has favorite prop bets, picks, and best bets from VSIN hosts and guests. Also, find out how legendary sports broadcaster Brent Musburger is betting the game. To get the guide and all that VEASAN has to offer, become a VEASAN Pro subscriber with an introductory offer of only $9.99 today at VEASAN.com slash subscribe. Welcome back. This is VEASAN Live Bet Tonight. Femi Abebefe alongside Wes Reynolds hanging out here at the Circa Resort and Casino in downtown Las Vegas talking all things Super Bowl 57 as we are less than 48 hours away. It'll be exactly 48 hours from right now mm-hmm. where everyone will be recapping and putting a bow on what happened in Super Bowl 57. The legacy takes will be out yes. there. The big tickets that have cashed. The victory laps for futures bets. I'm hoping that I have one. will happen in this game. Like, like there's just that this is, will be the time that we're all kind of also mourning mm-hmm. the end of the NFL season as we get ready and for now, next fall. Then I'll be running basketball and golf numbers on Monday morning, <laughs> exactly. and then and the world will continue to turn. And then maybe the Colts and Cardinals will hire a coach the next day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I'm wondering <laughs> when that's going to happen uh, because I actually did see an ad out here locally in Las Vegas, I believe the first week of March. Uh, the Jim Ursay collection, you know, Mr. Ursay is a big commem- mm-hmm. a collector of music memorabilia takes it around the country, and is actually doing a free concert downtown in Las Vegas, I believe, first week of March. Uh, Over there at the Downtown Event Center, I saw that Billy Gibbons from ZZ Top was going to be with him, and Wilson from Hart, I believe, another special guest. But Jim actually plays in a band. And Jim mm-hmm. actually sings. If you've ever did you if you've watched the Hard Knocks thing on HBO, did, yeah. Jim performs. Yeah. You know, performs some of the uh, uh, great classics of uh, American rock and roll. So I may want to get to that show because I get a kick out of Jim performing. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe he'll have a coach by that first week of March. I'll so. He better have a coach by that. Yes. <laughs> Combine's coming up just a month from now, it's man. It's like, hey, Jim, want to want to come on uh, Live Bet tonight with <laughs> us? So what's, what's up with the coach? Dude, I, I, that just hit me right now. The Combine is probably like a month from right now. Yes. Free agency is in about five weeks. We're going to start talking it, about these futures. It never for stops. Next, it so, never so, stops. So, yeah, man. I mean, you know, just because the season's over doesn't mean NFL is over. It'll be discussed all very the time. highly on Visa and especially on the GM shuffle with Femi, Bebefe, and Michael Lombardi. Mm-hmm. Subscribe, rate, and review. Bingo. And I- I'm finally catching on to that to actually learn <laughs> how to be a broadcaster and, and mention that. Well, that's what with the Long Shots podcast that you, Kelly yes. Midland, and Matt Brown do. Like, yes. at the end of it, you always say, subscribe, rate, and review. Yes. Wherever you get your podcast. Yeah, so we'll, look, we'll be, you know, futures <laughs> will be up immediately after the Super yep. Bowl if they're not up already. They already are up. Yeah. And then, you know, then we're going to start to get into draft props. Oh, yeah. 
So that'll be that'll be your main betting probably for the springtime. Hundred percent. The football gears are always turning. As then I'm hopeful. Hopefully we get some extra money to play with. I, I need to do. I need, to, I need to do better on that because you got to really monitor that draft stuff because it totally moves on information. Yep. So yeah. you know, keep an eye on the combine. Keep an eye on all the tweets because like one like Schefter or Ian Rappaport tweet is going to move the market. Sends it, sends it into a and it might be a total BS lie from an mm-hmm. agent or something. But it still moves the market. <laughs> it's it's fascinating stuff here. The NFL, even though it's going away in terms of the games, yes, never it really, never goes never away. Never really goes away. Um, let's talk some scoring specials here because these are some fun props that I know a lot of people like to to dabble in. And we'll start with the first page here. Any team to score thirty plus points. Any team to score forty plus points. Do those because the, so the yes on the thirty is minus one forty. The no is plus one fifteen on the forty. It's plus 425, the no minus 650. Any interest here? And also, as a follow-up, which team do you think is more likely to score the 30 or the 40? Mm. Even though I like the Chiefs in the game, I kind of tend to think it might be the Eagles that, that, that would get like the higher score. Like I think a higher-scoring mm-hmm. game actually favors them, even though they're a team that likes to kind of slow it down and you know run the ball when they got a lead. I, I I just they have more explosive like individual weapons that could like bust a long touchdown, I think more so than the Chiefs. Yeah. So that that's why I would lean a little bit toward the Eagles from that standpoint. I, it's funny because the way I would answer this question is that I think the Eagles are more likely to score 30, but the Chiefs are more likely to score 40. Yeah, I could see in that. a weird way. Because I think that the Eagles are their offense is multiple. They can run the ball in a conventional way, they can score 30 points in this game. But if the Eagles aren't getting the pass rush on Mahomes, mm-hmm. and maybe that secondary is not as good as the numbers yeah. say they are, they could get lit on fire. So that's good. <laughs> and, you know, and that's a, a good point that you make about the pass rush. It's like you're probably going to be able to tell early. I think so. Really early, you know, what is going on. Because that's the thing. Like, the last time the Chiefs, when their offensive line were a mess, you could really tell very, very oh, early against for his that life, Tampa like, Bay defensive line. He was running for his life. And I think the one thing, too, with why I think Kansas City's the more likely team to score 40 is that they don't really run the ball to end the games here. They're throwing the football still. Yeah. Because the run game doesn't really work, and we know Andy Reid's not really a guy to lead on the run game. So they're going to keep throwing, and I think they're going to keep scoring to try to go ahead and put uh, Philadelphia away versus Philadelphia if they do have the outburst in the first half like they've done all season, maybe they kind of take the foot off the gas here and then start to play to shorten the game up like they did in the divisional and the conference championship round. Uh, how about both teams to score one plus TD and one plus field goal? That's minus 180, the no plus 140, or both teams to score one plus touchdown or one plus field goal in the first half. That's plus one, 330, the no minus 500. Then you have both teams to score a TD plus and a field goal plus in both halves at 11 to one, the no minus 3,500. I would lean a little bit to the yes on the both teams, one touchdown and a field goal. Cause I, I think that could make sense at minus 180. I'm not, mm-hmm. I'm not going to bet that, but that totally makes sense to me. Yeah. I think it's, it, it, I think you're kind of getting cute with the, in both halves. Yeah. And all that stuff. It's, it's 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 a reason why you're getting eleven that, to one. That's what we were talking about with Danielle. Or it's like you don't want to have like too many. No, no, you know, and you don't want to get too cute with this stuff. Well, let's pour over some other ones here. Any team to score three unanswered times, so a three score run minus one seventy five on the yes, 
plus 135 on the no. Game to be tied after 0-0, minus 135 on the yes, plus 110 on the no. Successful two-point conversion, plus 255, yes, minus 340, no. And the defensive or Mm -hmm. special teams touchdown scored, plus 275, yes, minus 390. Well, let me go at the bottom, too, because you're going to see mostly yeses on those. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, especially as you get more casual bettors betting the Super Bowl, bet a little to bet to win a lot. And they're going to see these prices. And look, I have fallen victim to these. Uh, you know, I can't tell you how many times. And, you know, by and large, I've had almost a winning year every single year on NFL props, probably for the last 10 years or so. Mm-hmm. But I always have a loser. And more often than not, one of those losers is defensive special teams. Yes, <laughs> because that is so attractive. It's like, oh, man, I, 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 I got to bet the yes on this because, yeah. you know, you, you've seen it happen a couple times, but. There's a reason why plus 275 and you know what? It's hard. It's hard to get a defensive touchdown. And I mean, just anyway, even though you see him seemingly all the time, because it's like, okay, if it's, especially if it's at like the end of the game yeah, and the team that's up gets the turnover, they're going to, you know, more often than not, they're going to go down or they're yep. going to run out of bounds and be like, okay, let's just end the game here. They're not going to want to mess around trying to return it and then all of a sudden fumble it. And then give the ball yeah, back. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, that's what that's why you see that. Uh, successful two will probably get yeses as well, but not for me. You know, the way I look at this is I wouldn't play the yes on the successful two. If you are interested in that market, though, I would probably try to I- isolate Philadelphia. Right. Maybe say the Eagles to have a successful two-point conversion, which I'm sure you'd get, like, what, like, plus – 500 plus 600 mm-hmm. something like that mm-hmm. i think that's kind of more where i would look at it because anytime that the eagles have drawn a team offsides on an extra point and they get the ball on the one yard line they immediately go to the two point conversion and so like, let's go to the double cheek sneak and try to steal a point here and go for the two so we, we saw them even do that against uh the giants when they were up big oh yeah and like they were trying to like draw them off sides or whatever to see that they would jump and then they then they can go and run the play so the Eagles have experimented more with the two-point conversions. They're the team that's most likely to attempt one. So I think I would mainly isolate Philadelphia as the Eagles to have a successful two-point conversion. Yeah. And I'd just take the Chiefs out of it. That seems more likely to yeah. me for sure. Any player to have either 150 receiving yards or 150 rushing yards plus 350. Any player to score three rushing or receiving touchdowns or rushing slash receiving touchdowns plus 450. Any kicker to make a 60-plus yard field goal 9-1. to one. Any player to have one pass completion, one rushing, or one receiving, a reception, I should say, and then one rush attempt is at 9-1 to one as well. Then any defensive player to have one solo slack and one INT is 10-1. to one. And then will there be a scoregami, a final score that has never occurred? I, I hate to be the no fun guy, <laughs> but really not a lot of these. Uh, maybe the any player to score three-plus touchdowns because maybe you do get a Travis Kelsey three-touchdown game. Like, that'd be the only one that kind of yeah. like stood out to me on this. Season. I actually kind of like the any defensive player to have a solo sack and INT. Spags likes to send the safety blitz. blitzes. Safety blitzes. That's, that's a very good point. If you get an interception as well for that safety, 10 to 1. Maybe that player also is in the running for Super Bowl MVP. We'll talk Super Bowl MVP. We'll talk side. We'll talk total. And we'll talk about it as we wrap up the show on the other side. This is VEASAN Live Bet Tonight. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano. And we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying, Cal's a bust. He can't coach. This is crazy. 
John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? That's my first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, DeMarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> <laughs> bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to be That's my, my dance, <laughs> Hey, this is John Ridley. And this is Matt Carey, documentary editor at Deadline. And welcome to Talk Talk. John, we've got a hard-hitting episode today. A lot of controversy. Well, maybe we should put the word controversy in quotes in the documentary field about the nominees for Best Documentary Feature. We're going to get into that with some amazing panelists. You get a shot, but the individuals behind every one of those images, they're complicated and they are human. This has been Doc Talk. Thank you. Great conversation. Have you heard about the social media platform for kids? It's called Zigazoo. It's a great place where kids like me can come together to make fun videos. Zigazoo is moderated by real live people who review content before it's posted on the feed. (laughs) I especially love the dance challenges. So much fun. Oh, and there's no comments or messaging, so you don't get any of that negativity that's all over other social networks. All my friends love it. I love that it's Kids Safe COPPA certified. Uh, I don't know what that means. It means it has built-in privacy protections for your online data. Uh, that's great, but I wouldn't be doing Zigazoo if it wasn't fun. She would not be doing it if I didn't think her data was safe. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network. For kids! <laughs> Download the Zigazoo app today. Are you looking to step up to a 4K smart TV? One that gives you unparalleled clarity and picture resolution? Then we've got good news for you. Because the Vizio 65-inch V-Series 4K smart TV is now just 348 With all your favorite apps built in, you can stream straight out of the box. You can even sing along to all your favorite music and radio on the iHeartRadio app. Looking for a smaller or bigger screen? Vizio offers unbeatable prices on all V-Series 4K smart TVs. Head to Walmart.com today and score the 4K TV you've been waiting for. This is VSIM Live Bet Tonight with Femi Abebefe and Wes Reynolds, live from the Circus Sportsbook on VSIN, the sports betting network. Football fans, the championship game is set, and Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook is the place to be. Win big with tons of specials on February 12th, like our same game parlay bet and get, live bet and get, and football squares game. You could win up to $10,000 in bonus money instantly by playing our exclusive Bet River Squares this football season. Place $10 or more on qualifying bets, and you get a square on the house. If the numbers on your square match the final score of the game, you win. Restrictions on qualifying wagers, eligible bonus, and credit use. Full terms and condition available at BetRiverSquares.com. Welcome back. This is the final segment of VEASAN Live Bet Tonight. Femi Abebefe alongside Wes Reynolds here in downtown Las Vegas at the Circa Resort and Casino, the Friday before the Super Bowl. Coming up after us will be Matt Humans and Saturday Bet Prep as you guys pour over. I'm sure you'll talk a little Super Bowl, but also some college yes. hoops 
as well for tomorrow's big card in the collegiate ranks. Yeah, we'll uh, obviously do the uh, Circa uh, College uh, Showdown uh, mm -hmm. that we've been doing all season, I believe. Uh, I believe we have Ron Boyles coming in, uh, affectionately known as Skinny, very sharp handicapper of a lot of different sports, especially college basketball. So looking forward to that. Yeah, make sure you stick around for that at the top of the hour here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Well, let's close out the show, Wes. The po folks have heard us talk all about all sorts of props, rushing, mm -hmm. passing, receiving, kicking, sacks, you name it. We've discussed it, or at least we've tried to do as many as humanly possible Time down to get down to the nitty-gritty here. Let's talk side and total before we get into our best bets here. Eagles, one-and-a-half-point favorites, total 51. Have you bet the game yet? And if you were to bet the game, where would you put your If money? I'm betting the game, I am going to bet Kansas City here. I just think, uh, you know, I know you're kind of going against that whole MVP thing that we discovered mm -hmm. last night nine times in a row. The MVP that's played in the Super Bowl has lost the game, but... You're also going with, I guess, that one angle about the the stronger schedule, mm -hmm. uh, which has been, I think, very profitable the last 20 years. But I'm not really – that's not part of my rationale either way. I just I, – I, this is going to be so profound, I think, and so, like, you know, easy rudimentary analysis. But it's like, am I going to pass up Patrick Mahomes as an underdog in a Super Bowl? A guy that I think eventually could be one of the greatest quarterbacks ever to play the game. He's certainly yeah. well on his way with two MVPs. But 100%. I, yeah, I just, I, I, I think the Chiefs a little bit more battle tested. I don't put much weight as we ran, we gave you the numbers earlier about it hasn't really made that much of a difference in terms of the coaching experience because, because it's all about the teams and, you know, you can explain give your yourself like backing with any trend or you can explain away any trend. But I just think that Kansas city, I, I think that they are a little bit more battle tested. I think, uh, you know, the Eagles, uh, I, I think could get behind early and I'm going to, this is, this team is a very, very, very good front runner. Mm -hmm. No question about it. But when, 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 when they get behind, because they haven't gotten behind a lot this year. So when they get behind, are they going to be able to come back? We've seen Kansas City do it, yeah. you know, uh, many, many times over the years. Uh, they did it in the Super Bowl against the 49ers. Yeah. I mean, these two teams are relatively even. Uh, Kansas City, number one offense, DVOA, Eagles three. Defense, the big difference with the Eagles being six, Kansas City being 17. You also have to look, I think, at the fact that Eagles have played a weaker schedule. Than, than Kansas City, but I just look, I, I, the market I think came in right away on Philadelphia based on what they had just seen in like the six or seven hours before the line was released. The fact that Philadelphia looked strong, blew out San Francisco, and I think they would have won the game anyway, even if Brock Purdy had played and not gotten hurt, I think they were the better team. Yeah, And then Kansas City, you know, kind of got lucky a little bit uh, because I thought, you know, having the money, I was like, eh, they're going to find a way to lose this. Like, Cincinnati's going to get them again yeah. for the fourth straight time. Certainly felt that way. Yeah, and and they, they got some fortunate whistles, Kansas City, their way, and were able to find a way to get it done because it's like, man, who does Mahomes have to throw to because Tony had went out and all their receivers were hurt. It's like, what the hell are they going to do offensively? And then, you know, Cincinnati did get the ball back. I thought it was funny, though, on the commentary when uh, I, it was Tony Romo doing the AFC Championship game. <laughs> so like, of course it was okay, funny, then. here's what you got to do. You got to double chase. You got to double Tiggins. And you got to spy Burrow. 
and double Hurst. It's like, how many players do you have? Yeah, you do that, you're going to be okay. I just about died when, when I heard him do I was like, that's all you got to do. No big deal. I love to. He, he's one of my favorite Cowboys of all time, one of my favorite athletes of all time. But he's, he's, he's pretty good. He's funny in the booth. He is. <laughs> he's funny. He I'll, is. That's how I, I'll put it that way. Uh, so you like Kansas City yes. in terms of the side here. I have not bet this side. Uh, I have an Eagles future from this offseason at 50 to 1 from the win the Super Bowl. Uh, I love this team in terms of what the roster that they were able to put together in the free agency and the draft. And I think they've been the best team all year. And as crazy as it sounds, I think they're going to go ahead and win this game. No, no, it doesn't sound crazy that the favorite's going to win, but it sounds crazy going up against Patrick Mahomes in a Super Bowl, especially when he is an underdog and feels a little bit undervalued here in this spot here. But this Eagles team, man, their roster is just so darn good. And I think where I continue to go with this game is the trenches. Everything that I know and love about football Mm -hmm. is that the game is won and lost in the trenches. And the Chiefs have a very good offensive line. I don't want to shortchange what they have. But I think the advantage that the Eagles O-line has against the Chiefs front, I think is where Philly wins this game ultimately. I think they're going to be able to run the football when they want to. They can protect Hurts. They're going to have to blitz him, the Chiefs being. They're going to have to blitz him to get any pressure on them. And I think that leaves them a little bit vulnerable on the back end with the Goddards and the Smiths and the Browns of the world there. So I think that Philly has enough answers. Now, I'm not all the way confident just because of the Hurts shoulder, but I still lean that way just because of the Eagles are so damn good up front on both well, sides. Well, one thing I will say amidst all of our coverage here on VSIN and all the other different networks, you know, the Super Bowl has been everywhere. And sometimes we can get into like, uh, you know, analysis by paralysis, if yep. you will. If I hope I didn't mess that up. But anywho, no. uh, yeah. Paralysis by analysis. Paralysis by analysis. Yeah. So the, you get the idea. Yeah, they're picking up what you're putting down. But that's the thing is you don't want to overanalyze this because if you mm-hmm. look, 56 Super Bowls have happened. Mm-hmm. The straight up winner in the Super Bowl was 47 7 and 2 against the number. That's when I, why when I say, oh, I don't think the number really matters as much. It doesn't. Pick who you think is going to win the game. Yep. Who do you think is going to win? And it's kind of that simple. Last year was actually the big anomaly. Yeah. When the Rams beat the Bengals but didn't cover the number. First time the favorite won but failed to cover the Super Bowl, Super Bowl since 2009. So, that's crazy. You know, that's one thing you want to look at. But, but getting back to Mahomes, if you believe the trend is your friend, 18-6-1 against the number as a favorite of three or less or as an underdog in his career. He usually, the spread number when he's favored of 3.5 or more, 30-37-1 against the number. So that's what, that's what I mean, you got to look at. This guy just finds a way to hang in there, and, I, and I'm going to trust him. Yeah. in this spot I don't if I get you. involved with this. I don't blame you. That's why I'm fearful uh, for the Philadelphia Eagles. I haven't bet it yet. Uh, I'm going to ride that ticket out. I do have a little bit of Chiefs to defeat the Eagles plus 675 from before the conference title game. So I'm pretty much good regardless of the result here, mm-hmm. but I might bet a little bit more on the Eagles just to bet my opinion in the game. We got two minutes left. We got to rattle through our best bets here, and then we'll get to some of the uh, fun props to close out the show. But, Wes, okay. what do you have on your ledger so far with yeah, this game? Yeah, and all of these, by the way, are at the picks at a glance at edbeeson.com. Yep. So uh, go ahead and get that. I mentioned a lot of those. The McKinnon unders uh, are two of my stronger plays. And then I also played, you know, a bunch of different ones. I mean, the, uh, you know, will there be a touchback on the kickoff? Minus 160. Yes, I think so. In an indoor stadium uh, 
for the opening kickoff. Chiefs to call first time out, minus 115. Over 10.5 accepted penalties. Keep in mind, this mm-hmm. is Carl Chappers on this crew. God bless him. Carl Chappers, get him out of here. Uh, I have Miles Sanders over 59.5 rushing yards. Miles Sanders anytime TD. Dallas Goddard over 47.5 receiving yards. Dallas Goddard first TD score. And I also sprinkled a little bit of a Hassan Reddick, 150-1 to 1 Super Bowl MVP before the conference title games. I like him as a pass rusher against these fronts here. Uh, coin toss, are we going heads or tails? Tails never fails, right? <laughs> of course. That's what everybody says, at least. Uh, the Gatorade color, three of the last four years, it's been blue. Patriots, Bucks, and Rams were all blue. The Chiefs well, were the orange one. Well, here's the thing. We know it's not going to be red mm. because they that's tough to get out of these uniforms Stains. that are eventually are going to go to Canton. Them. So don't bet the red. One thing, uh, maybe the clear or the none. Ooh. There has been no Gatorade. That was 2017 with New England and yeah. 2013 with Baltimore. So if you want to just play the longest odd ones, it's none at 10 to 1 that maybe it's just going to be water. First half uh, halftime show song from Rihanna. Uh, I'm going to say don't stop the music. I'll side with Danielle. Better have my money. There's a word that's before that, but we can't say that over these airwaves. I think that's what Rihanna goes with to start the halftime show. That does it for us. Join us, though, Sunday afternoon for the game. Until then, for Wes Reynolds, I'm Femi Abebefe. For our producer, Matt Santos, and the entire crew, we wish you all the best of luck. Matt Humans is coming up with Saturday Bet Prep here on VCD Sports Betting Network. Welcome to the Scene to Scene podcast. I am your host, Valerie Complex. Today, I am chatting with Ji Young Yu. Ji Young stars as co-lead in the six-part limited series, Expats. I think I learn a little bit with every character that I play. I think usually I play a character and it causes enough introspection that I learn something about myself. I honestly can't gush enough about Freaky Tales. I'm so excited to share it with more people. If you like what you hear, be sure to review, like, and subscribe to the Scene to Scene podcast. Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was so cool. I think you're so talented. Social media is only positive with Zigazoo, the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. In Zigazoo, all community members are verified kids just like yours. And all content is fully human moderated. Try out Zigazoo this spring break. Download the Zigazoo app today. Are you looking to step up to a 4K smart TV? One that gives you unparalleled clarity and picture resolution? Then we've got good news for you. Because the Vizio 65-inch V-Series 4K smart TV is now just $348. With all your favorite apps built in, you can stream straight out of the box. You can even sing along to all your favorite music and radio on the iHeartRadio app. Looking for a smaller or bigger screen? Vizio offers unbeatable prices on all V-Series 4K smart TVs. Head to Walmart.com today and score the 4K TV you've been waiting for. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. At- 